almost all people, all of us know what we should do. And we know that having a plan is better than no plan. Out of the ashes, you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes, you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. Coming up today. I'm not opposed to all debt by any means. Strategic debt for business and things is fine. So thinking about this concept of unconventionality, um, when you you had a conventional job at the beginning, you were a, a reporter at a, you know, kind of a reporter at a newspaper, a local newspaper, and you decided to become, go back to the unconventional way, which is run your own business there. And can you tell, because this is a very common question, making the transition from having a paycheck job because you had a wife and you had kids and kids on the way and that's scary for a lot of people and so I think part of the reason people stay conventional is because it's less scary I mean back in the 1950s I bet you a lot of Americans didn't really approve of segregation but it's scary to be the one who speaks up and when it comes to becoming an entrepreneur, for a lot of people, they go, I read that 80% of people dream at one point or another about owning their own business, but it's scary. You got a family, you have a steady income from a nine to five job, and the making that jump is the hard part to becoming unconventional, becoming your own boss. What are practical steps you took to make that less scary for you when you transitioned from a job like that uh, to you know, yeah. working for yourself. Sure. Well, it's a great question. Uh, the first, the first thing we did was we were we were out of debt, so that took a lot of financial pressure off of us. Uh, one of the you know these this uh, college debt for these young for young people today that kind of entering the entering the the you know your vote your whatever your working years with that huge debt ha- hanging over your head. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not opposed to all debt by any means. Strategic debt for business and things is fine, but personal debt uh, really, really, uh, well, it keeps you from being able to launch into and to become an outlier because the 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 beginning of any entrepreneurial or any own your own business, any outlying thing, the very beginning of it is, you know, it's. Uh, it's it's stay at home and beans and gravy. You know it's it's pretty it's pretty tight there for a while, and so so we were we had that that flexibility because we were out of debt. Number two, we put together a nest egg. We had a nest egg that where we could live without outside income for one year. And, so when you say and, nest egg, you mean like a savings savings account, yeah, basically? Yeah, so, yeah. Just just say we had enough in a savings account that we could live for one year. Um, and, and again, that took a lot of pressure off. It meant that we had one whole year 
to, to go full out and try everything we could try uh, with the farm business for a year, and you know, we could we, we could live even if it, even if it didn't go, we could live for a year. That took a lot of pressure off. The third thing is that we lived extremely frugally. Uh, a lot of people like to you know brag about how much hey how much um, you know they, their cost of living is. We like to brag about how much our little little cost of living is. And we lived we lived now this is this is uh, 1982. Uh, I left the I left the newspaper September 24, 1982, and but but we were living we lived on three hundred dollars a month. We lived in a we made an apartment in the in the farmhouse an attic attic apartment. We didn't call it the attic. We called it a penthouse. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so you know that allowed us to live cheaply. Uh, we had a big garden. We grew all of our own food, so we didn't have to buy any. If we didn't if we didn't grow it, we didn't buy it. Basically, I mean, we yeah we get. Some flour and sugar and things like that, but but basic. I always said if we could grow toilet paper and Kleenex, uh, uh, we could have been we could have we could have pulled the plug on society. But anyway, we we, we lived very cheaply, three hundred dollars a month. Um, and, and what we found was that when we when we launched the business here at the farm, um, because we had the year to be full time and 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 devoted a hundred percent, because we lived frugally, because we were here. What happened was there was so much less slippage. You know, mm-hmm. most people try to have you know they they're they're living in these two worlds. They they have their their uh, job, their paycheck. Then they're trying to launch this this entrepreneur thing. And so when you're when you're running your own business, you're always thinking, oh boy, you know what I've got to do to keep my boss happy. And when you're when you're at at your at your salary job. You're always thinking about all the things you got to do in your business to make it go, and so I think sometimes it's better to just go ahead and and suck it up and stay with your steady paycheck, get on a strategic plan to put together a nest egg, to where when you finally get ready to launch, you can launch a hundred percent full time. I, I just um, I just think there's a lot to be gained, and and we found that. Because we were able to devote 100%, we weren't divided in our in our our emotions, our thinking, our planning. Guess what? Uh, we we were here for every customer's phone call. We were here for for every service, every calf that was born, every weed that grew in the bean patch. I could see it. I was here, you know. And, and what we call slippage, that early slippage. Because remember, you know, you're you're in this this learning phase. You know, you're learning. Your learning is going up vertical, you know, because you're launching your own business. You're learning um, everything from messaging to business to weak links and 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 your strengths and your weaknesses and all this stuff. So your your learning is is vertical, um, and and so you can make progress really really fast. And if you can be 100 percent devoted at that time, you'll be able to leverage that learning much better than if your loyalties and your your time is divided. So kind of, you know, if I could summarize that, it's make a plan and that plan can include staying at your day job. But one thing people do wrong is they just dream. So they go, all right, I'm going to stay at my job and I'm going to save money, but they're not systematic about it. So three years go by and they haven't saved any nest egg. They've just, whatever, if they make more, they spend more. And yeah. so it takes that discipline of being able to go, 
And, and I think not even just with becoming your own boss, starting your own business, but just life in general. Almost all people, all of us know what we should do. And we know that having a plan is better than no plan. I mean, every general in the military knows that having a plan is generally better than not having a plan. Even though plans change once you get into battle, you at least have to have a beginning place. I think, and my gut feeling and my experience is that the reason we don't plan is because our past experience is that we're undisciplined and we don't stick with the plan. So it's almost like we go, okay, I'm going to sign up for this gym on January 1st. Millions of people sign up for a gym to get in good shape. But millions don't, and the reason the millions don't is they go, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to sign up for this gym. I'm going to go for two weeks to get in better shape, and then I'm going to give up. So you're somebody, in my experience, who has a lot of personal discipline and can stick to things that you plan. If somebody, because one of the most common questions I get is, Ty, how do you increase motivation, discipline, all that stuff? What do you think is a way for somebody who's not disciplined and maybe grew up? I mean, you had the benefit, as you've told me, of you know having good parents and that they taught you. Some of that you learned in childhood. You were given chores and things like that, and you were taught responsibility. But we live in a world now where half the people don't even have two parents at home. So that's not being, you know, half of the parents are so so un, under so much pressure, they hardly even spend time with the kids. There's not really training. People are more now, I always say, the world now raises kids like wild wolves. I mean, you basically, you're 18 years old and they just unleash you upon planet Earth with no practical skills. School system didn't do it. Um, the home didn't do it. So if somebody's one of those people that realizes, wait a second, I was raised by wolves. I'm like Mowgli. And now I'm in my 20s or 30s or 40s and I don't have the discipline. What would you tell them as are some simple practical steps to start being disciplined so you can stick to a plan, so you can stick to a routine? Yeah, well, uh, cer- certainly one is, is, a, is to make a financial budget and stick with it. I mean, what you, you know, success breeds success, as you know. And so you have to have um, little, little steps of success. And so, um, so I, I think that I think that a, a financial plan is good, you know, a, a budget, and then stick to it. And that means, you know, that means that that you're, you're going to be saving some money, um, yeah. and you're not going to go out to eat uh, every day, and you're going to, you know, uh, buy in bulk and you know get in your kitchen more, that sort of thing. Um, secondly, I think it's uh, it, so you have you have the money element. And then you have the time element. Um, I remember very well my dad being frustrated sometimes, you know, got to the end of the month, I just didn't get much done. And so in frustration a couple of times, he actually did a time budget where he did, he took a spreadsheet. I mean, this is before computers. He took a spread, he made a spreadsheet and he, and he made a note every five minutes of the day, what he was doing just as an audit, as a time audit. Mm-hmm. And I remember very well, very well, um, when he did this for a week one time, and he announced at the dinner table, "I'm not reading the newspaper anymore. It adds up. It adds up to seven hours a week I'm spending reading the newspaper. That's wow. almost a day of work. You know, I I could do a bunch of other things. And and in fact, in fact, you know, he was an accountant, and he he um, he had a lot of just small business, entrepreneur, you know, repair shops and 
uh, elect, you know, electricians and, you know, small entrepreneur uh, craft type businesses. And, and the single biggest reason that they were not financially successful was not because they weren't artisan, craftsmen, honest, or you know, any of the other, you know, good things, character things that you would expect. The reason, the single most common reason that they were not successful was because they didn't manage their time. Somebody would come in, start telling a story. Next thing you know, he's propped up against a car, and he's, he's lost 45 minutes yakking with somebody. Um, I know some people think that I'm short, okay? But you know what? I, I got I got things to do, you know. I got I got a I got a world to save. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't sit here and just and just uh, fritter away a half hour and yak, you know, yak with people. And um, and that doesn't mean that I, you know, I'm I'm trying to just be you know ridiculous about it. But but this was the most common. And, and what he would do these small businesses. He, he would have them keep this thing, this self-audit, divide the day into five-minute increments and just put, I mean, toilet, uh, you know, reading, uh, whatever, okay, what, what you're doing, watching TV. And, 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 and every single time, these guys, it was, a, it was an epiphany. They get to the end of the week and realize they were spending two hours a day of their work day in their shop or their practice or whatever just shooting the breeze with, you know, they're storytellers, they're, you know, they're entrepreneurs or, and, 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 um, and as soon as they had that epiphany and started actually watching their time and building out, suddenly their profit doubled hmm. because, you know, because their, you know, their overhead was the same. That didn't change. They didn't hire anybody. It didn't change any overhead. It just suddenly they, they started actually billing out an extra two hours a day and, you know, whatever 40 bucks an hour well you start doing that you know every day and in a week you know suddenly you're three or four hundred bucks a week more yeah. and 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 it makes it makes all the difference in the world if you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways here's all you have to do number one subscribe to my podcast and then secondly leave an honest review of my podcast what do you think of it all right, I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle, and then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right, I hope you win one of the giveaways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out.